Hi, it's Steve Thompson. Do you remember the first time you went to the grocery store back in the day with your mom and you saw her thumping on melons? My mom still does this. She goes to the produce section, she picks up a melon, and she knocks on it. Or with corn, she'll peel back the tops and check out the kernels. I, I thought she was cheating a little bit with this. I'm thinking, uh, can you do that? Like, is anyone going to buy what you just peeled and left behind? Or how about grape tasting? Like, you're going to pay for those grapes you just ate, right? Because when we were back in the bulk candy aisle and I wanted to experiment with the gummy worms, you questioned my moral compass. Yeah, when I was six, I used words like moral compass. But, okay, maybe that's apples to apples, or, or more precisely, melons to gummy worms. But you get my point. My mom was checking out the quality of the produce that she was buying. She didn't want to put her money down on some fruit that was just going to taste nasty or go bad quickly when we got home. Did you know that Jesus actually was into checking out fruit? He still is. But let's read about it in Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 49. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn bushes, and grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. So, why do you keep calling me Lord, Lord, when you don't do what I say? I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. It is like a person building a house who digs deep and lays the foundation on solid rock. When the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it's well built. But anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who builds a house without a foundation. When the floods sweep down against that house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. There are times when a passage needs a little bit more context to help us unpack it, or, or maybe some understanding of who Jesus was talking to and, and what their circumstances were, but this is not one of those times. This passage speaks across time and cultures. Either you listen and obey, or you don't. If you don't, this means trouble for how your life will go in this life and the next. Have you seen what a flood can do to a house or a community? I mean, I'm sure you remember the, the pictures of Hurricane Katrina, and it's not pretty. The problem is there's no insurance policy when we do that with our lives. So Jesus here is inviting us to do a fruit test. It's a simple one. It just takes some awareness. What you say flows from what is in your heart. So we're going to take this test right now. Um, think about yesterday and today so far. Think through the conversations you had, the words that you said. Now let's ask these questions of what you're hearing. What have your words been like? What came out of your mouth when your boss disagreed with you? How did you respond when your spouse threw in that little dig at the end of their exasperated comments? 
What was the tone you used with your kids who were clamoring for your attention? How did you respond to your friend when they got all sarcastic with you? Have you tended toward encouraging words or critical words? Has your truth-telling been just dripping with love or an air of pride? Think through your conversations and casual exchanges. What came out of your mouth? And even, what did you say with your body language? What was the tone of your voice like? If you have your journal nearby, and please don't do this if you're driving, uh, write down your symptoms. Diagnose your heart. What are you observing? And then, be completely honest with God about what's going on in there. Ask Him to reveal what's at the core of those emotions and those responses. And then ask Him, what does He want you to do about it? But be careful with this. If you don't plan on following through on it, don't even bother asking. Don't bother with this exercise. You're better off not knowing. When He speaks with us, He expects us to actually do something about it. And so, Lord God, right now, I ask you to speak to all of our hearts, wherever we're at, what t- whatever time of day it is, would you bring to mind the conversations that give us insight into what's going on in our heart? Give us an accurate picture. And then, Lord, point out where that's coming from and how you want to heal us and change us. Lord, I pray that as we go through this process at the, at the end or in the middle of it, that Holy Spirit, you would pour yourself into our hearts and begin to produce your fruit in us. In Jesus' name, amen.